What's up, what's up everybody? We back with another episode. We got all we got we in here today. Like we in here for real, for real today. Like I'm gonna just let everybody introduce they so we deep today. We just gonna start, we gonna start, we gonna say the we we gonna say the man for the last. We going around. Come on with it. Introduce yourself. Hello everybody, I am Tasha Lewis. I am Whitney Rashawn. I'm Brittany. And I am Tony Lewis. <laughs> Everybody, when they do their first introduction, they like, how do, do I like say a lot or a little? <laughs> I am Calvin. <laughs> like, hey, I'm, I'm being here. I love it here. The church is cool. Like, I'm Tasha. <laughs> yeah, but we got an interesting topic today. Like, we about to enjoy ourselves today. Um, matter of fact, shout outs to uh, Pastor Jordan in the back, Joe Rich. with his. He got some little tracks out. He ain't dropped them all yet, but we just going to continue to to showcase his talents, plus he homegrown, so we have to. But today's topic is mm. church hurt. Mm. So we left here broad because y'all, we can come at this in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that for this, for this, for this topic, I want to lay some a definition out because I think part of what we about to talk about is what is church hurt like. Um, I want to put a definition out there mm-hmm. okay. about what church hurt is and what it ain't. So um, if y'all don't remember, y'all been following Wordsway for a while. We did a series two summers ago called I Don't Like Church, That's Why I Don't Go. And um, I understood that when we planted this church, uh, the generation that we we're targeting just don't rock with church for real. And I, will, I really wonder why. So all of us put a question on Facebook on why you don't like to go to church mm-hmm. or when you do what you don't like about it. Mm-hmm. So we heard a bunch, a myriad of different things, and it dawned to me, we need to have a, a, a basis or a definition for church hurt, because everything ain't church. So the definition I came up with was, anytime you have been illegitimately, which is non-biblically, mm-hmm. illegitimate is when non-biblically offended and or hurt by members and leadership of a church or ministry. So I put emphasis on non-biblical, and I put emphasis on leadership. Cause just because somebody over in the pew did, pew did something to you, like if they're not in leadership, mm-hmm. they're not responsible or been been because leaders should be evaluated before they put over anybody else, right? Absolutely. So that they so just if somebody in church did you don't like the girl that always stare at you, they ain't church hurt, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's in leadership that's responsible for help disciple and care for your soul and your money and your time and your talent, that's who that's what I'm that's who we talking about, and it has to be illegitimate, right? Non biblical, and really we can just start the whole conversation. I was talking about talking a little bit about non-biblical church hurt that we've heard or non-biblical things that we've heard people say that's church hurt and just not. So uh, the big one just to get the ball rolling for me is and it's been a passionate experience in this a lot like because I don't let you preach Hmm. it's not mean. (laughs) That's church Somebody I've had I've been accused that that he don't let me serve he doesn't give me a chance and it's like I, I pray about this stuff like I actually pray like and it's, the word of God is not a game when we this is not the pulpit is not a game right. Minister E said it Sunday like she mm-hmm. don't understand why people thirst for a pulpit so right. bad mm-hmm. like this is not a game so when I get up there if your heart ain't right for people I don't want you talking to people like if your heart is not right it's for God's people why would I want to why would I trust you to talk to them so that's been a big one for me just trying to disciple people and, and understand like I actually I want to give the mic way more 
I don't mean I ain't got to do it. So <laughs> so the idea is not for me to hog the pulpit. It's just I am the theologian or the leader of the house from that mm-hmm. perspective. But at the same time, my goal is to groom ministers. But I've had that, I've had that before. I didn't get to talk or I don't get to teach or I didn't get a chance. I didn't get my chance. But this ain't this ain't the football team. Like you don't get a chance with the rock. Like, yeah. Like this is this is the house of God and, and it's qualifications to this, right? Like mm-hmm. Paul tells Timothy, like if you want to be a deacon or a leader, cool. That's good. But it's some prerequisites, some things we, some guidelines to why we do what we do. So the goal is for us all to grow, right? But that ain't church hurt. Yeah. One of the biggest ones that I hear a lot of people say is, uh, she didn't speak to me or he didn't speak to me. That's not church hurt. <laughs> they, nine times out of 10, sometimes they didn't see you or they had something Literally. else on their mind, you know, or they didn't speak to you, <laughs> you know? So that's not church hurt. So my church hurt now. Okay. We can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? There we go. Okay. So this is kind of my question I had. And my question goes to what you said that earlier, just a few minutes ago, rather, that everything is not church hurt. My question was, why are we the believers so church hurt by order? Because that's not church hurt. It's people not wanting to follow order absolutely and we have order in school you have orders in the club you have orders at the hospital you have everywhere everywhere. but we don't want to have order in the church and then when we call order things to order in the church Mm -hmm. now it's i'm hurt Mm -hmm. they they wouldn't let me usher or go sit where i wanted to sit you know we hurt because there where there's no order we want to um pop gum while the sermon is being preached (laughs) you know things like that so it's um, those things are not church hurt, but right. people run around here saying I'm hurt by order in the church. We have wow. order in everything else, mm. but church. But church. Ooh, mm. that was a little nugget. Like, and, and but even Paul tells what was it? Corinth in First Corinthians chapter fourteen, and, and we all love this. Everything must be done in DC and order. order. But that's he wasn't joking he was serious like it's a certain order to the house of God and he's talking to him about services and he's talking about um, the context he's talking about speaking in tongues he's talking about prophesying mm-hmm. and he's telling them how to use it and when to use it and in what way because ultimately everything in the church service and in the body and, and the church order should be edifying so he's mm-hmm. teaching us how to do these things in a way that's ed- edification and order is not hurt it's order that's right I, I even when that's I go right. to go to the military like you said go anywhere else you can't just go up because you think you gifted. Right. And, 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 and you think your gifts and I can play the drums better than him or I can sing better than her. So why should you get to be the worship leader? Because like it's order to this. In the world and there is order. And there's protection in Ooh, the waiting like season. That. Like you can't just <laughs> you can't just jump up there because you think you know something. Wow. Like when you're waiting, there is a season of development. That's right. And if you go before time, then you can expose yourself <laughs> for things that you're not ready for. Right. So I think that there's beauty in waiting and growing and developing right. whatever the craft that God gave you, right. whatever that craft is. Yeah. yeah. What you got, Britt? Okay, so I mean it could be non biblical, <laughs> but um a lot of people have an issue with tithing. Uh-huh. And their perception of it is always just the church want money for me the church mm-hmm. want money for me mm-hmm. but if you're not i don't want to say sowing your 
basically if you if you're not <laughs> planting your seeds you're not going to get any fruit yeah, so if you're not doing that like it's not because the church is money hungry mm-hmm. but then also like this church is somebody's job so you go everywhere else and you pay to do everything else and pay people mm-hmm. for their services right not saying that my my well not me because i ain't a preacher but <laughs> not saying that the pastor's preaching is a service to you but the this is this person's job but it, now but it actually is a service to us you know what i'm saying not in the sense of the worldly context but it is a service to us as a sheep you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Absolutely. And so just like she was saying earlier, Tasha was saying about order, you know, we got order in everything. When somebody serve you well, you wow. bless them. Mm-hmm. You do it when you go out to eat, you tip, you leave a tip, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And sure. so we, we, we've just, like she was saying, we've lost that order in the body of Christ. And the scary and the dangerous thing is in that, that could go both ways because I expect someone that's, new feeble a babe in christ to come in with an expectancy of of of, of that nurturing right. and then to be hurt from that leadership mm-hmm. but when you've been there that's not hurt because you 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 have as the, as we tell our kids and you you should know better right you know right. so it could go both ways you know yeah, that's a real one too like and that's why I, as a pastor i, I hate talking about money is that is the one thing y'all i cannot stand to talk about Cause I under I sympathize and I understand with the general. I grew up watching, and I don't I don't like saying. I grew up watching the craft of dollars and everybody too, and you like and, and seeing how they was teaching and and I, I thank God for His heart because He repented and said, "Man, everything in the house of God should be done in love." And they we weren't happy with that. Like we mm-hmm. wanted to say, and He was right to repent and say, "If you ever heard me talk about giving or teaching, throw it out." I was wrong. I'm sorry. I yeah. repent. And I heard what a, a pastor told me that I, I, I used to be close to, and he said. Well, he had to give all the money back. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm glad God don't do me like that. Like, give me <laughs> all them years of, back. Like, yeah. I mean, let me take all the time you gave me, give it back. Like, I mean, that's not how it works, the, the repentance part. Now, he sh- I mean, if he wants to be good and, and really show that, that repentance, he would do things to, like, re-sow into people. Mm-hmm. And, but, I mean, I, if he even had a house and all this stuff over the years, and I, as a pastor, I hate talking about it because, like, if I, so I've done in my pastor career six weddings. And some, and I, I, I counsel people. I don't need counsel people. I only marry people I counsel. And I have a six week counsel session. I did a three week twice because it was they asked me so late. And I've never, but one time, had anybody give me anything. And we spent hours, me and my wife, for six weeks, two hour sessions for six weeks. I've, I've, I've went to Miami to marry people. I've drove, driven. Um, three hours to marry people. I went all over to do this, and I probably put no less than fifteen to twenty hours in each wedding, and they've never gave nothing. Wow! And this is my time. Like this is, I, and I start to realize like this is why pastors do get to that place where they say, "Uh, uh-uh. excuse me, I'm charging." I was, but I ain't never charging. My dad never did. I ain't doing it either. And I, I'll for my people that come and here with me, I will never charge you. Wow. Y'all will always be able to touch me. But I ain't gonna lie. When they get to a certain level. Uh-uh. my time is I'm gonna have to because people will take advantage of your time mm-hmm. if you let them and and I was looking this up a while ago um the cancer society the the they this is their non for profits like like mm-hmm. churches she they make she made like nine hundred thousand dollars a year there was one made like one point five million and i wasn't I don't care about what they give these people I'm just saying well why are churches if a if a pastor 
Oh my God, I hate bringing up his name, but I don't care because I'm going to talk about him in a positive way since everybody else got something negative to say. If Mike Todd took a church from $700,000 when he first started pastoring and six years later it's, it's an $80 million church, why can't, why wouldn't we bless him? Like, why, if God is giving him vision and he's giving his time, he can't just go to Walmart with his family and play in the aisles like I do with my family yeah. and throw carrots in the yeah. balls. He can't even do that. Yeah. Like we, we it, it, it was a sacrifice to that. His time, his gift. So why, if they wanted to pay him $2 million, $3 million a year, if they wanted to give him 10% of what the church make and say, we give him our pastor $7 million a year, we've seen his vision, what he's done with, I, I'm for it. Yeah. I, and so we, we look at the, the pastor thing, like pastor got a nice Cadillac, that's the church's money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They pay their pastor for, 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 for uh, the Bible Feeding. literally says this, don't muzzle an ox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul says in Corinthians chapter nine, he has a whole cha- has a whole chapter, like I could take money from y'all, I deserve it. Mm-hmm. He said, we give you our spiritual gifts, can we at least get the, the carnal or the physical ones? Yeah. This is actually a principle which has been taken advantage of, it's been misused, and that's the issue, but I'm, I'm, I'm growing to get away from that, to embrace that. Like yes, our, my congregation takes care of me. Yeah. Like I left my job, yes I made a lot more money, but so what, my people take care of me, and they they love doing they enjoy the fact that they make sure they pastor good like we have to redo this concept and i used to stay away from it but i'm maturing now i, I embrace it i'm bragging fact. my people they took care of us like i know it's not hundreds of thousands of dollars but we good yeah like our, our, yeah. our bill pay we can make able to come in here and serve so it, that's not church hurt just to back up that's, that's it's that's it's a biblical principle hold your leadership to account uh, accountable for what they do with the money everybody needs accountability but so I mean that's not a church hurt. But well, why wouldn't why wouldn't we as the body of Christ wouldn't want to bless the head the pastor who blesses us? Pastor, you gave us that little chore of doing the two minute preach. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it, be honest, how many? Wow. I think everybody did one. I know you did. I think. How long did you take to practice for your two minutes? So I was, I was working hard on my little two minutes. Okay, <laughs> he do two this, hours of study. He do this <laughs> all every week, Absolutely. all night. He yeah. sit. There's times he can't attend to his daughter, his wife, Man. his sons. I'm sure he want to get on the phone and chat with his son out of town at school and see what's going. But he there's times he have to spend more time in that word. Mm-hmm. It ain't just reading the word. He have to dissect. He have to study. He have mm-hmm. to read commentaries. Yeah. He got to listen. He got to meditate. He got to pray. Why wouldn't we want to bless him for his time yeah. that he took out to get up there on Sunday and feed us things that is going to help us grow, yeah. help our lives, change our children? Why wouldn't we? And then we'll get mad because mm. I, I want to preach. You haven't read a scripture yeah. in I don't know how long. So yeah. I don't <laughs> know if I want your, you to read that to me because you probably going to give it to me in the wrong context. <laughs> But he, why wouldn't we? And we'll leave, and he won't let no man speak, and that's 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 not church hurt. We we got a lot of real ego issues, is what we deal with. Called pride and pride and selfishness, and and when you really understand it, there's a lack of honor in the body. There's there's no honor. You know, we we we've gotten away from teaching people. Man, Pastor was talking about this the other day of 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 blessing somebody. When they even when they do something that we that they should be doing, yeah. you know, your kids take out the trash. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, he should be doing that. But where where's the where's your gratefulness in him taking it out? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not just taking it out, but taking it out with with a good attitude. You know what I mean? W- wanting to take it out. Right. 
mama, I got the trash or, you know, whatever it is. And so we, we have to get back to, to this place of honor. And the Bible talks about double honor when it comes to the man of God. That's right. And the Bible also says that there's a blessing for those that honor the man of God in that way. We receive a blessing as well, you know. And so, so many things that we call church hurt is, is, is selfishness. I remember in the book of uh, Nehemiah, y'all remember they rebuilt the wall? Mm-hmm. And they all got repented, everything got set in order, and Nehemiah had to go for a while, and yeah. he had to come back. And when he came back, he realized the temple, the the, the leaders in the temple yeah. was gone working. Yeah. And he's like, what are y'all doing? Why are they working? Yeah. Like, pretty much, excuse me, people was not giving their tithe and offering. So the people in the church had to go work. The people were supposed to be worshiping God, serving you, taking care of your soul, preaching, teaching, Excuse me, getting, oh gosh. getting training. Excuse me, excuse me. Y'all getting training, yeah. like meditating, praying. Like, like they can't do that now. They had to go work. And Nehemiah said, what are y'all doing? Like, start paying, bring the grain offering, bring it back in mm-hmm. so these people can serve the Lord in the temple and y'all can have what y'all need. And, and that's so right. Like, Tasha, like, it's days, I suck. I mean, it's, it's real. But I, I love it. I, I'm okay with it. But it's days where I, I get up all the time at three or four in the morning because I come up, I have a dream and I'll get up and just write lessons and I have our lessons built out to like 2025. Wow. Like I spend a lot of time just like if y'all ever, y'all all gonna preach one day here and then y'all gonna be nervous the whole week and y'all gonna probably gonna spend 20 hours like getting ready for one Sunday and I have to do that every week. My day, my, my week starts, week, like I'll work on something for like December now. And I'm for weeks. I'll just keep adding to it. Yeah, I be think our tech team does not do our flowers. They do not do none of our. Flowers. I do every flower. The Bible app. I do everything that y'all see on Sunday. I do, like, and I hand it to the team, and they just put it up on the on the TV. So, like, it, it's it's a lot of work, and like a lot of men of God, not just myself. I'm just using me as an example. Do this type of thing, and some people don't. Some some men of God have grown. God has blessed them in where they have teams to to, to go pick up they they suits. And that's okay. That they they worthy if they yeah. labored like that. It's okay. I remember somebody tried to clown T D Jakes for his house. Right? Like you know that man got movies and plays <laughs> and books. Like so what? Like we have to we have to we have to as a body of Christ we have to get away from that. And because the pastor got a new car or did something and and y'all, he just so happened to be employed by the church does not mean he's taking the money or doing anything or any of anybody. So that's crazy. What what's, what else we got out there? Like that's 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 that's. I got, I got a question. Go 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 for it. Okay, so one of my questions is: How or when did you realize you were church hurt or traumatized? Ooh, mm. I ain't I ain't messing with this one. I'm gonna start crying over here. Nah. Well, can I? Yeah, can go. I go? Yeah, <laughs> because I had a church hurt moment, <clears throat> and I, I'm gonna be real transparent. And um, there was a situation that my husband was involved in. <clears throat> and pastor our pastor time wasn't wasn't happy, you know, and you know he as a pastor should, he had to come and say whatever, chest high, okay, hey, get it together, blah blah. Well, it started to seem like when I started watching other things and other people, things happen in the church, it started to seem as though until he felt better about it, you wasn't worthy to work in the church or do anything in the church. And we know, I don't need nobody. To, I know what gifts God has put in me. And I know what God has told me to do. But when people want to control that, they then snatch that from you because of your error or something you said wrong or, you know, and 
won't let you be successful, you know, in the church. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, the, the, there's a quote I, I always love to say, and it says that, um, um, God calls, man calls the qualify, God qualifies the call. Wow. And the hurt that I received was because you're shutting down what I know God had in that man. I saw it. I know it wasn't because it was my husband. Because I was the first. I probably, I probably ridiculed him more. I mean, and, and was upset more than anybody with him. To you know, because but we, he's human. He, we yeah, make mistakes. Absolutely. We, we do that. We say things wrong. But what was your question again? <laughs> Sorry. I, I was trying to make sure. How or when did you realize you were church hurt or traumatized? When I, I started shutting down, I started shutting down. Believe it or not, I quit hearing. I quit hearing from I quit I quit eating because I'm looking at all the other things and the the what I viewed as be, we're we're judging we're 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 being judgmental and it started to shut me down. That's when I realized because mm -hmm. this was a table I sat at and I got real full from mm -hmm. all the time and it got more easier to stop eating, pull back, dozing off. Mm -hmm. I'm not focused no more. Then it got easier to miss church. It got easier and easier. I quit pouring it to the kids. I saw the kids fading away. I knew then I, I was, I'm, I'm hurt by this. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to give, make myself stop, get it together, get yourself together, mm -hmm. forgive, stay in a place of forgiveness. And I wanted to be in forgiveness, but I was hurt. Yeah. And, and because I felt like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want the best for him or me because we think we are that, right. but I know what God put in me yeah. and I know what God put in him. Yeah. And I don't want to sit back and watch somebody else in your, until who says if you never, you might not ever want to get over it. Mm -hmm. Then he got all this stuff that God got in him that somebody needs, yeah. but it's shut down. Now he don't want to, he don't, he, now he don't want to open his mouth yeah. for things of God. So I knew then when I started backing up, I knew I was hurt. And even though I had to make some moves, I still went back and repented and prayed because I don't want to hold any unforgiveness toward the man yeah. whose feet I sat at and learned yeah. a lot from yeah. that blessed my life. I had to go back and get forgiveness and, and pray and repent and all that. But I knew then when I backed up, I knew I was hurt. I think just being quick on mine, every time I leave church, I felt felt heavy. Like it just felt, I just, mm -hmm. but I went because I was submitted to that leadership and I, I committed to it. I'm a Absolutely. man of my word. I serve even when I'm hurt. I would serve even Absolutely. hurt. Mm -hmm. I was doing whatever I, I said I was gonna do anyway. And I would leave church every Sunday. Every Sunday I would get in the car. Even Sundays where the spirit was heavy, I just went, man. And it was just, and my wife my wife would just look at me like, babe, I'm like, it's up, babe. It's, just gotta pray about it. And I knew at that point, like you just, this is not, and this is just not. And um, I stayed until I got put out. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get put out, but I was asked to not lead anymore, which I didn't want. I never desired leadership. I didn't want to lead. I like sitting in the back, paying my tithes, picking up trash, vacuuming the church, and going home. Like that was me. Like if you ask me to do something, I'm gonna stay and do it. I'm gonna be early at the thing on Saturday to set up tables. I, I, I'm gonna serve and do the. I'm gonna take the trash. I don't mind doing stuff that nobody else wanna do. I didn't want any parts of ministry, and I was can't being requested to do it because I do have a gifting and obviously an anointing to do stuff like that. And I was asked to do it and. When I stopped, when 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 they start to be like, oh, we like him better than him. Mm -hmm. well, we we shout louder for him when he speak than for him. 
And then then it was like, well, you don't need to talk anymore. Sit down. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. Like, and then finally one day it was just like, I asked to not leave at all anymore if I didn't do certain things to show. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I, God is not even telling me to do that. So it became a confliction then, and I just every day I left, I just felt so heavy. And even then, I went back to that leadership after after we left, and I had tears like, what did I ever do to you? Mm-hmm. Like that was my back exact words. I was looking to like, what did I ever? I served you. Like I led the charge in honoring our leadership. Like what did I ever do? Like I did all I could. Like seriously, like tell me. I swear to God, like I'm, I'm I want to know I did something wrong so I can apologize right now. Yeah. And um, I remember that day. My wife said right there in the meeting, and he was like, "Well, it was had to, it was supposed to happen like that," and got all spiritual. And I'm just like, "Okay, Lord." Like I, I was really vulnerable because that was one of my first times after my father died ever submitting to anybody or trying to see somebody like I saw my father and trust their integrity and and it was it's just like dang it's so it's, it's so that line is so thin because mm-hmm. even in even in knowing where you made the mistake at because naturally we all want acceptance that we're just geared that way yeah. you know um when that hurt happens like you said you you continue to serve because of 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 that that need of acceptance mm-hmm. But when it when it becomes when it becomes weight, that's bondage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you start when you really start asking the real questions, God will start showing you you, but he'll also show you his grace. Mm-hmm. And then, then that in turns allows you to uh remove yourself from that bondage. Right. You know, and so that's where I found myself just knowing I, I, and, and thanking God for my wife because she would always tell me who I was in Christ, mm. not my mistake. Yeah. And like we say, and he pastor was talking about the cliches, the devil knows your name but calls you by your sin. Mm. God knows your sin but calls you by your name. Right. And so we, it, it, it really makes a difference when a person knows who, they, who they've been called to do, be. You know what I mean? And so church hurt is real and church hurt has its um its facades, you know what I mean? We, I think a lot of time we have started using church hurt quote unquote as a um justification for 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 uh uh a lack of submission. And so we blame everything on uh I don't want to do this or that's just me or I've been hurt by that. But like Tasha said before, You've been hurt by that dude a whole bunch of times, but you keep going back to him. So, but so where's that? What's the difference between that hurt? And I shared this with, yeah. And I shared this with my auntie one day. She had a nurse tell me, yeah, but it's different when you when you when when you're with a man because you can fight back. Well, you can fight back against the enemy too. That's right. You can fight back against church hurt. I'm not accepting that, you know. And so it's just real, you know. We 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 go back to the same club where the. The dude told you he, he you seen him last week he was with you and now this week he with another girl you still going back to that same spot where you was hurt at that's real you know what i'm saying and so we really gotta we gotta get a hold of this i believe it comes down to honor we we've lost this lack of honor and this lack of village mm-hmm. the, the the body of christ is a village and we've grown up saying it takes a village mm-hmm. that has never changed wow. the world has told us it has don't nobody say nothing to my kids. Don't nobody say nothing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, let me run you off the road. And you better not get mad. I mean, right. whatever it is. That's we don't no stop order. at stop signs no more. Uh, back to no order. No, no order. No order. None of that's no order. Nope. Okay. Dang. Well, I'm going to answer my own question. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and 
I think the very first time that I realized I was hurt by something done in church, I was a child. Mm-hmm. And my father had passed away, and the preacher didn't even come to my father's funeral. The pastor? Wow. Know. He didn't come to my father's funeral. He didn't send any condolences to us. The only person that did was my Sunday school teacher. Mm. Wow. And going back to church following my father's death, nobody said anything. There was no, I'm sorry How for you your doing? loss. They knew about it. That's church hurt, doing? though. They knew about it. How was your, so your dad was a member of that church? My dad was not a member of the church, okay. but okay. they they were aware of the situation okay, that happened. But you it was were. all over the news and okay. everything. Mm-hmm. But you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. we were members. Yeah. But you were. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> and wow. that, that was as a child. And then as an adult, being read hurt by a different church, um, I would say it was when, so people that don't know, I was engaged before. And I asked for marriage counseling before getting married from my pastor. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. But then a few years later, that very same pastor kept sliding in my DMs. Oh, wow. So mm. I That's that, why I didn't want to counsel you didn't want to see me took you. Right. right. Like, like, okay. I want you but, for me. Right, you for me. Like <laughs> of course I wouldn't allow any conversation wow. to become inappropriate, mm-hmm. but I just felt like the interactions were inappropriate because you don't even talk to me at church. Yeah. Wow. So why are you trying to talk to me here? Yeah. That's so, a red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Who else? Anybody else for me? <laughs> Um, when I experienced church hurt, I, I think I realized it when I made the decision to, um, leave because I am a person who, you know, I, from the time I was young, I have never met a stranger. (laughs) Everyone who comes into my life, they stay in my life forever. And like Pastor Calvin said, when I, began to leave that church and it was just so heavy and I began to feel guilty of things that as a result as uh, manipulation in the church I said okay this is something that I need to walk away from and so when I started to feel like I need to end that relationship and start looking for something new that's when I realized that okay it's a lot going on here (laughs) and also the same I mean the same church that Mm -hmm. you know we grew up in and um and so when I made that decision I knew that you know this is Mm -hmm. this is a done deal because I am pretty open I meet people where they are very forgiving and um I'm the cool one in the room I'm hurt (laughs) (laughs) I'm not easily offended at all (laughs) and so um yeah that's when I realized it's time to make a change. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, and I want to take a, a second just, just because I, I, it has been a lot of church. Right? I feel like mm-hmm. church church, hap, church hurt happens mm-hmm. when it's the absence of love and the mm-hmm. absence of submissiveness together. Absolutely. Like, okay, hold up. What you saying? When, lo- when there's no love mm-hmm. and there's no submissiveness, it's going to be some hurt. Um, either even leadership has been church hurt by the members that they they lead. Like I've can, I've can explain that. So if it's not like the members coming in submitting to the vision and the leadership not loving them, loving involves not taking advantage of them 
um, you gonna it's gonna be some hurt that's gonna happen somewhere. If you don't submit to the vision and the, and and pastors are loving on you and you just reject it and they don't want to do it, you gonna either hurt them or hurt yourself. And if they're taking advantage of your submissiveness and there's no love involved, you gonna end up eventually feeling hurt. Um, it's some videos I was seeing on Facebook when they were literally stopping mid-service the pastors like getting on the choir, like yeah, if y'all not gonna hit the notes right, like stop. And I'm just like, you can't do what? that. Right. Like oh my god, it's, no, I'm, I, I, I several. And you're breaking. You th- how do you think these people? Feel? The camera is on them. Yeah. What are they supposed to say? Yes, mm-hmm. Pastor. Like, th- and this is a. It's, it's it's too many too much insecurity and in leadership. Yeah. It bleeds out. Uh, it, managing people is really not. It's something you have to learn. Yeah. Like it's a trained behavior. I actually have a master's in management, business management. Mm-hmm. Like, and part of what I learned was managing people, helping make people feel loved and considered from a business perspective. If you just add the love thing in, just a bi- biblical principle to love people, like. It happened. So church hurt is very real. And I just, I just want to say sorry. Like it's been so much just hearing y'all stories, all of our stories. It's been so much church hurt because it's just been illegitimate, non-biblical things that's taken place in the house of God. And I'm like, if you listen to this and you just like, you feel like, man, you're thinking about what's happened to you and things that may happen to you in the future. Um, like from a pastor, from a lead pastor, I'm, I apologize because our responsibility, the pastor is translated into sheep. Uh, to shepherd and a, the, the the role of a shepherd is to lead their sheep is to put a life on the line for their sheep right like when the bear come they go out there and try to like defend the sheep right yeah. mm-hmm. like they're they're putting a life on the line like christ put his life on the line for us he's the great shepherd and it's not supposed to be a situation to where we're not dying to ourselves before you necessarily die to yours like mm-hmm. if we're the shepherd supposed to lay down our life for the sheep mm-hmm. it should always be a, a moment where we're coming we're sending and, and draw them back, like before we break a person. Yeah. Now we can't. We like it is order in the house, so we can't just let it do, go. Whatever, do whatever. But it shouldn't be a time where we break you, or try to break you, or assert our authority in public, or do something to where you are embarrassed or anything like that. And I apologize because I've seen it so much. I felt it. I've been through it, and it's 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 it. W- it makes you look at it. W- it would it would challenge your faith. You know why a lot of people, share, and he was saying that Pastor said this just a minute ago, we're, she, we're sheep. Mm-hmm. And the reason why sheep hurt easily, and the reason why there is so, is so respons- the responsibility of the shepherd to guard the sheep, mm-hmm. because sheep can't fight. Have you ever seen sheep fight? Mm-hmm. They don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that, when, when that hurt, a lot of times that hurt is real because they were expecting to be uh, cared for. And that's why, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing, that's an overseer's job is to see the wolf. You know, regardless of what he got on, that's a wolf. I I can see his fangs. And his fangs is the way he talks, the way he's moving throughout the congregation, the things that he's doing. Those are the uh, discernment and things that that the the shepherd is supposed to have. And a lot of times, and the Bible talks about a good shepherd. And if there's a good shepherd, then there, there has to be a bad shepherd. Yeah. And a bad shepherd is a, is a shepherd that is not watching his flock. Right. And the Bible says that there's a there's a punishment for that, that, that you've scattered my sheep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's th- again, going back to order. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it, everybody plays a part in this, you know? Absolutely. And <clears throat> and also. How do you come to a point where you understand that? people the church is people yeah and human beings 
they're human beings and every single day um like when you are doing life with people it's going to come a point where someone they will hurt you mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> that to me should be not the expectation but when you're dealing with people at some point you are more than likely going to get hurt so how what boundaries do we put in place to say okay this person is a imperfect person just like i am mm-hmm. how do i see this person through god's eyes and what choices what boundaries do i put in place to choose to love them anyway mm-hmm. to choose to um forgive them mm-hmm. and choose to not be overly offended wow. like what what do i need to put in place for myself so that I can immediately recognize it, not get offense and say, okay, this is what this is right now. Mm-hmm. And this is how I need to deal with it. So can I answer? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> I think um, to make the decision and let your feelings follow your decision. Yeah. Because if you do it the other way around, mm-hmm. And your decision follow your feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever, you, however you feel at all these different times, that's the decision. You're going to base your decision on what you're feeling. I'm sad. I'm mad. I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, your decision is going to follow. But when you make that decision, Absolutely. I know what she did or I know mm-hmm. what he did. I'm going to love him anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help get him through that situation or be that shoulder or that sister mm-hmm. for that individual. My decision is made that I'm going to love him mm-hmm. or love her through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Maybe it wasn't good what they did, but I made a decision mm-hmm. and my feeling has to follow the decision that I'm making. Yes. Yes. So that's, and I think that comes with a level of maturity mm-hmm. Absolutely, because there are people in the church with, they're at different stages in their walk with Christ. And so that's something else that we have to keep in mind. Someone can be at church for 20 years, but still not matured Mm -hmm. (laughs) very much. And so I think we have to also keep that in mind, too, that we're at different stages in um, in our walk with Christ. And so sometimes I think people, they can make decisions and they can choose to hurt you, but they're still not healed in certain areas. That's that's good. I I Mm -hmm. also think too, we got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Like you said, definitely in the maturity piece. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people too, uh, misuse or abuse Mm -hmm. title. I agree. They feel because of their mm-hmm. title, they're entitled mm-hmm. to say a thing. <laughs> I agree. Any kind of way. Well, you know, you they know who I am. I, I hey, I'm have the pastor. Y'all gonna let me. I'm gonna it, say it. Yeah. <laughs> it, and, and that's not always, that's mm-hmm. not, it don't even have to be that it's right. That's not always God. And that's, it's usually, that's not. It's usually not even the pastor. It's usually an under, understudy. Somebody you else. Know, I mean, honestly, yes. because. It's usually it's that Tony's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got I a mean, for real. And now all of a sudden, and of a sudden he's saying, and, and sometimes that's not even the pastor's mm-hmm. heart. That's you know right. what I mean? Of course. And so the, what I was getting when you two ladies were talking was mm-hmm. relationship. It's the same way with my kids. My kids are different ages, but mm-hmm. because I have a relationship with them, mm-hmm. I, when one of them cut up, I know how I know how to I know how to address him. Right. I know how to not just address him. I know how to attend to him yeah. mm-hmm. because in that area, and we always say this about T two. He he just he's still he's so innocent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she mm-hmm. she's wanting him to grow up, but there's some things about him because <laughs> I know him. I have a relationship with my son. 
he ain't ready. Mm-hmm. And so I don't that's allow that it to. That's that Cameron that he be talking right. about. Right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it is. And so I, I'm, I'm un- but even like with my daughter or my other kids, stop doing that. Some of them I have to talk to that way because I, we have a relationship that I know mm-hmm. he know better. Mm-hmm. This one, he, he still, he still mm-hmm. under mama. Mm-hmm. He's still under the wing. Mm-hmm. So, boy. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, I believe in the church. Mm-hmm. It's about relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I as agree. Well. And and to the uh, pastor, help me out now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's somewhere in the Bible, but it talks about right, well, how I'm about to read. I'm waiting for y'all to get through. About, I got it ready. It's locked and loaded. <laughs> it talks about how you need to, when someone offends you, to go to that person. Uh, like that's mm-hmm. a part of mm-hmm. a relationship. Like yes, making sure that you just not choose to just okay, they offended me, walk away. But yeah have that conversation with them to gain some understanding Um, because I think when you have that relationship you can be like if I don't know you or I barely know you I'm not having a I don't have any type of relationship with you it's easier for me to be like up wall up you know but if I have a relationship with you I can really try to understand and really you know it's it's going to be easier to love through absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and and I love that check she Mm -hmm. says if you got an issue with your brother sister Mm -hmm. like I've almost just like it's verse is it verse might do 18 verse 15 I had to go to it Mm -hmm. real quick if another believer sins against you go privately yes Mm -hmm. and point out their offense Mm-hmm. Girl, so, I'm gonna call so you is, later. This is point one. Like, <laughs> like, 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 can I take it to lunch? Like, or, or mm-hmm. can, girl, come sit in the car with me. Let's go for a walk. Absolutely. Like, because most times, man, I've seen this y'all so many times. Mm-hmm. She don't like me. Or when I went over there, why he looked funny? He wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> like, if you would have just went to him and said, "Did I do something?" Or, or yeah, what's up? Why, what you mad? What's wrong? Well, I just mm-hmm. thought maybe you seen. Well, uh, girl, I'm. I'm over here, my lipstick is crooked. I'm trying to lick my lip. Like, you like, oh, girl, I thought you was licking took your tongue out of me. Like, bro, seriously, if we would just do yeah. what the Bible says, just go to him Absolutely. and be honest. I'm like, well, I was just making sure everything was okay. No, tell him what you thought happened. Mm-hmm. I thought when I walked past you, really didn't want to mm-hmm. talk to me. Like, well, no, if I did it, I'm sorry. We didn't even give people a chance. And he said, okay, if you, he said, if the other person listens and confesses, you have won your person back. Mm-hmm. You've won. You have yeah. won. Yeah. Win. I, I had a win. He said, but if you are unsuccessful, unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so everything you say will be confirmed by two or three witnesses. We always talk about about two or three witnesses every confirmed. Yeah, it's, it's in context, there's supposed to be confirmation when you go and seeking forgiveness. Yeah. That's really what we want to talk about, about two or three witnesses, everything confirmed. You know, we like to take Bible stuff and just, just shout it in and put it. <laughs> Verse 17, if the person still refuses to listen, then you ca- then you then take your case to the church. Bring it to me. Bring it to leadership. Mm-hmm. And if he or she won't accept the church's decision, that Treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Not, not saying write them off, mm-hmm. but obviously you don't know God, believe in God, and want to mm-hmm. live for God. So we need to pray mm-hmm. for your your sector, your salvation, your mm-hmm. healing all over again. Absolutely. Treat them like a non-believer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and if we would just do that, a, a lot of issues would just be taken care of in that first part, just mm-hmm. going to them. Because mm-hmm. most people just they just had a bad day, they didn't get no sleep, they've been beefing. And I tell people all the time, you don't know what they dealt with last night. And I get dramatic, and people are like, why would he be talking so crazy? You don't know she got beat up last night. Real. And exactly. I mean that. You don't know if her boyfriend hurt her out, like acted a complete fool, and she come in jacked up, hurt, and no, she don't want to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she ain't feeling it today. You mm-hmm. don't know what she's went through. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the doctor said to her Friday, and she been struggling with you. We don't know. Yeah. And I think if we would just stop and go to them and open our mouth. We may be having to, it may that that thing that she looked up at you. You thought she had to you may be acute for you to minister to her or be there for your sister or brother. 
Y'all about to jump in. I one. love that. Um, and I love that you said, like, at the end of that passage, it says to, or that you said that to treat them like an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. And how do we treat unbelievers? We love, love them. Love them. And so, <laughs> and I think there's a reason why God says that we need to love people, that we do not need to be overly offended, and that we need to forgive over and over, as many times as it takes, forgive over and over again. And so... That reason is because people are going to be people. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and tell, so, I tell people a lot like this, and I believe th- this, and, and, you know, God has given us all things that we can say, use, do to bless people's lives. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes he gave me that I share with anybody and everybody that I see or s- assume is having a bad day, it could be worse. And they literally, yeah. they literally, it changes their countenance. They'd be like, you show right. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. It's, it's, I, I mean, I want to read this so bad. Read it. I was read waiting. It. <laughs> like, because like, if we just use the Bible, y'all know, this is, this, y'all know how I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we just use the text and do what it say, mm-hmm. have our issues would be, Paul is just consistent in all of his teachings. Mm-hmm. He tell Ephesus passage the same thing he tell Colossians, uh, Colossae. We were about to talk about this tonight, right? When we got this, uh, this podcast, we were about to dig into chapter three and I couldn't help but to just, so, so first, I got to go to Ephesians 4 first. Therefore, I'm a prisoner for serving the Lord, um, for serving the Lord. I beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. So I'm begging you, I'm a prisoner, lead a life worthy. Well, what life is worthy? Let's see what he says. Always be humble, gentle, and be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Yeah. Let me start, because I think we're going to all miss that. Verse 1. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you, please, 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 I beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. What is that calling? How do I leave a life worthy of a calling? I hear you, Paul, you're begging me to do it, but how do I do that? He tells us, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowances for each other because of your love. So how I lead a life worthy of my calling is to be patient and humble and make allowances for each other. I'll make, I'll mm-hmm. allow them to hurt you. He said, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it earlier. I tell people, like, it's hard, like, like getting a marriage to marry people to become one. Try to get a church. Like, <laughs> right, yes. try, me and my wife still try to become one. <laughs> like, try to get 100, 200, 300, 400 yeah. people to become yeah. one. Yeah. Wow. Unity. Try to get 6,000 churches in the city. Try to get 2 million churches in the country. There'll be one bride for Christ. Mm-hmm. It is work. He says, how you do it? How you live that life worthy of your call, your call to this to, to kingdom mm-hmm. is to make be patient with each other and make allowances. It should be a point in our life where when people mess it over, charge that to the to the to the love game yeah he says you do that why he says because of your love mm-hmm. because this whole thing is tied to love because we're in the new grace thing this new covenant the new testament of love this this love each other as i love you love your brother as yourself he says make every effort to keep yourself united in the spirit make every effort mm-hmm. to keep yourself united and what in the spirit that we both share the spirit he about to explain that he says binding yourselves together with peace so the binder between me and you should be peace. He says, so for, for there is one body, this is why he needs us to do this. For there is one body, one bride of Christ, one yeah. church. We, I, I keep I talking yeah. about this on last podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just one body. He, he's not a polygamist. He don't have 6,000 wives. It's one bride because we're one body, one spirit. It's only one Holy Spirit. And you, mm-hmm. you, 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 them, yeah. us, T.D. Jakes, Tony Evans, everybody else. Yeah. Same thing. He says, and one, he says, just as you have been called to the one glorious hope for the future, it is one rapture, it is one kingdom, it is one heaven. Yeah. He says, he says, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism for God, uh, for God and the Father of all, who is over all, and, uh, who is over all, in all, and living through all. It's just one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He's not. He said, I'm not dividing myself up for you. He says the same thing in Colossians chapter 3. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves in tender-hearted mercies, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. What does that sound like to you? The fruit of the Spirit. Spirit. Mm -hmm. The fruit of the Spirit. So let the, what do you say to Galatia? Let the Holy Spirit guide your life. He's practically Mm -hmm. saying it the same way here in a different way. Verse 13, he just said the same thing to Ephesus. What? Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you. It's a reason why we would forgive people over and over and over and over and over and over. over. They yeah. raped me. They did me wrong. They molested me. He took my job. He lied on me. And mm-hmm. I'm named, I like to name the worst of the worst things yeah. that we like mm-hmm. to think that's, that that gives us reason not to forgive mm-hmm. nobody. No, because how many times have we raped God, cheated on God, adulterated God? Like he's saying, because I forgive you, that turn around and forgive them. Yeah. You, so you must forgive others. He <clears> said, this is not a requirement. I'm not asking you to do it. You must forgive others. Above all, coat yourselves with love. It's the same thing he told. Yeah. <laughs> he said Ephesus, mm-hmm. which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Wow. He says, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in one peace and always be thankful. It is the same. Do we read the Bible? <laughs> Wow. I'm not playing like I, I'm, I struggle sometimes to wonder do we read it because we, we ask questions we live a certain way we post a certain way we move a certain way and we, we make allowances or excuses to do that instead of make allowances and excuses to love your brother and go to them and, and talk to them and do the right things yeah. like do we really read it do we and then when we read it will we submit to it but let's not even get to that do we even know it say it yeah because I feel like if we just knew this was here it gotta be something in us that say okay I gotta go to my sister Mm-hmm. I got to make allowances for this. But as a pastor of, of a young church and a young church plant, I've seen this so many times. And I love God for our maturity now. We just don't deal with this like we did at one time. But we do what it say. And we would talk to our mamas, daddies, blurt, lie, gossip, slander, waste all our time instead of just going to that person and saying it. Hey, you know, a question. Mm-hmm. But a, a question I have. <laughs> do you, do people understand how cows make milk how their bodies make milk do you know what they do the oh, process that their know. gut goes through no i mean because <laughs> it's tied <laughs> to the word of god it's the same way okay. a, a, a cow eats grass uh-huh. he regurgitates it he eats it again yeah, he regurgitates it he eats it that's the <laughs> same that's the, milk but that's, that's the same way we're supposed to be with the <laughs> word of god anyway. that's why as a pastor like you said that 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 disposition is so real because he has to eat that word, regurgitate it, eat that word, regurgitate Man. it to where once he regurgitate, I think they do it like three or four times, might even be more times than that mm-hmm. before it becomes milk. It's the same way with the word of God. We got to keep regurgitating that word Ooh. that we've been feeding ourselves Ooh. so that when you minister to the people, it'll feed them. Uh-huh. I like that. And you humble. Mm-hmm. It keeps me some humility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like how many times? Bro, it, I, yeah. It's not a time I prepare something for y'all. It ain't. It destroys me. All week. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Only time that I get a lesson that don't destroy me was about money because I love giving, so I'll have a tithe this <laughs> Like, I give above the tithe. I just round everything up. If my tithe is 647, $700, i have always been that way. Yeah. So I, that's the only thing. I'm going to prepare this lesson because I'm good there. But everything else, forgiveness, it be destroying me. I'm like, oh my gosh, how about to sit here? We got a forgiveness level coming up, called, coming up mm-hmm. called Get Over Yourself. We got like five weeks left. Get Over Yourself is one. And it's like, and I, I love the analogy I'm going to do in this. I, I'm not going to tell y'all because it's going to be fun. But <laughs> and I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to call y'all up for it. Now I'm going to remember okay. this. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm going to have to call up like 20 of y'all. But like at, at the end of the day, like 
forgiveness and, and this whole church hurt thing and, and all of this stuff we talking about all and, and the encompass of making allowances for each other and and going to your sister and and, and, and we have to understand man god the disciples would beef like th- how many times we hear jesus say how long am i supposed to be with you that was him practicing i can't stand y'all today like y'all are whack. Still Remember when he was in the, he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane yeah. before he went to the cross, and they kept coming back sleepy. Like y'all can't stay up for a little bit. Yeah. Dang. Like like this is going to happen. That the idea is that we're we blended and we tie together with the fruit of the spirit that's supposed to be burning us. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be living us. We're tying together through them fruits of peace and humility and love and joy and, and gentleness and kindness and self control, and it binds us together. Because we color in the same spirit and there's one baptism and there's one God and there's one body and there's one church. And it should be the same thing that from our personal lives into the churches. We are, Every church we should see each other. Like just because they don't preach like you or teach like you. Because I'd be laughing at some of y'all. I ain't going to lie. Like I, I, I peek at y'all service like, what are they doing? But at the end of the day, <laughs> that's too much. Man, I'm sorry. No, but. <laughs> like, what are they doing? <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, if, if, you got, if we share the same gospel. That Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He has raised, risen. He has went away to prepare a place for us. He is letting things play as course. He is coming back to get us. He is going to rapture the church. He's going to have. If you believe the same thing, I believe the the foundational truth where what Paul told us, Corinthians verse three, is no other foundation than the one has been laid. Christ. If we believe in the same Christ, we ain't going. I don't care who you sit in the room with. Y'all not going to agree on every single thing. Mm, that's right. So if we just got the basics, the foundation, he already says we're gonna build with different material. So yeah, my church, we got the same foundation that y'all, but we 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 save our tongues for private meetings. And y'all start off the church with tongues. Like, okay, we like it, we're different. Cool beans. We ha- we should still be bonded together mm-hmm. in peace and humility and love and gentleness. And we have to get this. This is he says, Paul tells him, until y'all get this, you would you would become mature when you get this. Yeah. The unity thing. In other words, if I'm not mature until I get unity, if I'm in disunity, I'm just I'm immature. I'm a I'm immature because I can't be in unity, and that's if you have. We got kids. Any of us have multiple kids. The, the, the younger they are, the the worse they get when they fight. Yeah. But the older they get, they able to get a little long, a little better. You see them playing together now, and they share their stuff now. And when one gets a job, he you want to come to McDonald's with me, and it's the cutest thing. We love it. <laughs> like when KJ got his car keys, he tells his brother, "You can ride with me." I'm like, look at my boys pulling off. <laughs> my guys, like it, 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 I'm a parent that want my children because I don't pick one or the other. Yeah. That's right. Even if one is bad and one is good, I don't care. Y'all my babies. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not gonna pick one over the other. And we act like God is picking us or picking our church or picking this person more than He's picking the other one. And because He mad at you and you don't worship enough and get hype enough, so He gonna accept me more. Yeah. No, you don't do that to your kids. Yeah. So He doesn't. He doesn't have a. a he has a one level one spit. Oh Christ for us and he loves us all equally and the blood of God carries our imperfections reason why, reason why he can look at us all evenly I can have sin 77,000 times a day you can have sin once and he see us equally because mm-hmm. that one needs just as much as my 77,000 so we are both in his eyes and my beautiful children in need of grace Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't see each other on the same level so we we put division and we disconnect because we think we better mm-hmm. or we think they're worse and that's where the, that's where the church hurt and the disunity come in. I think yeah. church hurt is a disunity. Nine is it's like what when you see church hurt is this is no unity or love. Play it a part in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, because I don't believe a, enough churches are teaching on that very thing that you're mm-hmm. talking about, which is love. That's what I was yes. just. That's what that's that's what'll bring everything together. He is says love it. bonds yep. you all together, mm-hmm. ties you all together. And 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 we preaching. Yeah, you know those are the mechanics. Yeah, you might mm-hmm. be preaching on that this, the dispensation because. The, the the 
I believe regionally, God gives the word to 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 those pastors mm -hmm. in regions mm -hmm. for those people right. to feed those people because the people in 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 the northern half have different needs than we do in the south. It's, you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. And so God is, you know, His word is the same, but they're being fed different. Mm -hmm. yep. But the but the one thing that He told us to give everybody is love, and I don't think enough churches. It's preaching on love, mm -hmm. and that's why you got Absolutely. so many, so many totally different bodies. That. When the Bible, he pastor just clearly said, "There's only one body, one spirit." And if there's one body, then there's only mm -hmm. one head. Listen. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's only one head. I tell people, God ain't saying a bunch of. He's not saying a bunch to a bunch of people. He's saying the same thing to a bunch right. of people. Absolutely. If he, if he's, too, I mean, I'm, I, but my marching orders for my home. I'm the head of the house. Is the same for the kids as the wife. Now they may have different assignments. Absolutely. We got kids. Y'all wash some dishes. You ain't touching no dishes. But baby, can you go upstairs and take care of this for me? Now all of it has one goal: is to take care of this home That's function. Right. Now, if if Penny look at the boy and be like, "Why y'all washing dishes like that?" <laughs> and the kids look at Penny, well, why you ain't put the candles in your bedroom and it ain't smelling good for your husband? Like, is that, yeah. like that's what we doing, <laughs> turning around, judging each other. It, that's why he probably tells Evans, he says, uh, uh, it's the, with the five-fold ministry. So mm -hmm. preachers and teachers and problems. Yeah. We're not supposed to look the same. Like he says, well, your nose, would your, if, your nose, if, I, if, if our nose look the same as our, as our toes. That's ugly. <laughs> and we mad, good, be mad at people because they don't look like us or right. act like us. Or, do, do we read the Bible? Yeah. I think it's first. I think it's First Corinthians chapter twelve. It's a whole chapter on like the body and being in unity and how yep. we're supposed to be yep. a body of many parts. And and if my and literally if my nose like I want to look like my toes, they get used more. <laughs> what? It don't That's make right. no sense. That's well, right. what's smelling? Who gonna smell it? Yeah. <laughs> if everybody want to have a mega church, well, who gonna minister to the little bitty people? Come on. Like, mm -hmm. like we have to stop. Like and and and. and Go, go that's Tasha. that's, go that's Tasha. knowing your purpose. Go knowing Tasha. your purpose. I'm just, I'm just, I'm I was just mind. gonna say about the love thing. It's all centered around love. God mm -hmm. is love. It. Mm -hmm. I tell you, Pastor has been on love for a a while now. Yes. In in everything he teach, with all the mm -hmm. the what's the things he do, the uh, all the now, <laughs> and I love them. Those are yes. those. But. In it all, he's still talk. He's still coming back to the love of Christ and the love we should display mm -hmm. amongst one another. I I've been to church my whole life, but I can honestly say this, Pastor. In these last few this year, yes. I view love differently. Mm -hmm. I've I've started dealing with people different because mm -hmm. what comes back to me is what he's been teaching us about mm -hmm. that real agape kind of love that mm -hmm. real and 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 one that you know <laughs> but, but i'm no, telling you real. the truth <laughs> it, it really it, it has helped me it, it creates a servanthood to you. some degree and we can it you does. can lie about it if you want there's some judgmental in all of us it we is. we, we get very judgmental about certain things and people in their sins because mm -hmm. we still do think no yeah. that sin is bigger than what i did mm -hmm. and <laughs> you know yeah, you know <laughs> and when i did really embrace it i kept saying i mean i, I watch a tv show and look at it certain things different i was like because he just needs somebody to love him <laughs> you know I'll be, I'll be on a whole nother yeah. thing and i'll be just like it's this, if we really took this love thing, the church hurt would cease. It would cease. So I That's have real. something, and I think everybody will agree here. So one of my questions was, what have you learned from your church hurt or previous experiences, and how are you applying that now? Mm -hmm. And love. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I have learned to love people in a completely mm -hmm. different way, mm -hmm. despite their flaws, mm -hmm. despite mm -hmm. their sin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I have learned to love them 
just as God's children. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Like, okay, yeah, I don't like the way you dress, but. <laughs> but even like Pastor was saying, right. and I believe it to be true, when you really displaying that agape love is in you, it creates a servanthood. It mm-hmm. creates a servanthood, you know? Mm-hmm. You just, servant comes out of you automatically when you're when you're walking in love, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? It's a byproduct. A byproduct. Says, Jesus, Paul that's says, all he did was love, serve. Serve. He's, I love how he says, love, uh, Jesus says, he says, um, love, serve everybody in love. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if I'm a loving, serving just a byproduct. It happens, mm-hmm. right? If I love you, mm-hmm. and our, my definition, I try to change us is you go down so they can what? Come up. Go up. Mm-hmm. So that's a natural, it, that's serving. Mm-hmm. So if I go down for them to come up, they go up. Like I, Because of me going down, I set a, a platform for them to step on my back and they can be higher now. That's so good. Jesus goes down the grave for one purpose for what? So we could come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was no other reason. And then he sets an example in uh, John chapter 15. He says, and this is the new command I'll live with you. Love each other as I've loved you. He said, I've set a, a standard for love. Mm-hmm. Y'all go down. He says, he says, there's no greater love than a brother than what? Lay, lay down, down his, his life. life. So I'm going to lay down my life and go down. So you can, you can stay for You can have life. We like, ah, dude, I love my brother. I die for my brother. Well, cool. Let him cut you in the McDonald's line. It ain't that deep. <laughs> right. Like, right, right. But it's in a practical sense. Mm-hmm. That means they get to cut you. Yeah. Well, I'm late to work. So you go down, lay down your life, yeah. die to yourself yeah. so they can come up. Like, and, and this same, like, if you think about this principle, it applies in everything, relationships, parenting, coworkers, church, the same principle of love. It really applies. It's across the board. He tells Paul, tells his husbands um, in uh, Ephesians five to love your your wives as what, as Christ loved the church. church. Like it's this principle is really everywhere, and we know why because literally it is the the new. It, 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 we know the Ten Commandments. Everybody knows the Ten Commandments from the Old Testament. Ten Commandments. Everybody, I know what the Ten Commandments. Is. Well, the new commandment that we don't know well in the new the New Testament, the new covenant, the new agreement, the yeah. grace one. It's love. We were commanded to love. That is the one thing. It's a bunch of principles and a bunch of other things we must do. But the command yeah. was to love. It wasn't an option. That is the new Ten Commandment, one commandment of the New Testament is to love. That's the, that's the salt. <laughs> love is the salt of the earth. Yeah, that's it. That's what preserves us is the, the salt. He said we are the salt of the earth. Well, yeah. what are we supposed to be? Love. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's the light. Mm-hmm. It's the light. Yeah. It's, it's the ability. If you look at First Corinthians chapter what thirteen verse four through eight, mm-hmm. he says what love is. Now we really go through. I love reading the message version. Mm-hmm. Love is patient. Yeah. Love is kind. Yeah. Well, I just my the one that gets me. It holds no records mm. of wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. So it's not three strikes you out because I mean you have a record. Right. Yeah. The first two. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Well, but I ain't going. I didn't say let them hurt you again. But love mm-hmm. always hopes. So mm-hmm. it's always a party like, man, I just, I can't wait. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we're like, I'm done now. I get it. And I've been there. And I still, you protect yourself. That is not let people, mean let people abuse you. Let me That's be right. clear. Like single women. This is not me. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. You wait on Mr. Knucklehead for, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying love, the love of God. The love of God. Yes. God, the love of God. Always, and it, he, what he's doing is you, what, how, it's easy to understand it. Just look at what God does for us. Yeah. And you will always remember and see what we need to be for other people. Just look, just remind God, I, I didn't even read your word this week. And he wants you like, it's cool. Can you give me next week? All right. He ain't saying, he when we fall off, I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you, I said, I'm going to get you this time. Like, bro, <laughs> and this is what gets me about, about the body of Christ. 
all of us, is we, I've heard me say this, we dumbed down agape, unconditional love, the godly love, mm -hmm. to like phileo, mm -hmm. brotherly love. We dumbed down something that can't be touched, can't be tainted, can't be changed, can't be messed with, and we say, we dumb it down to what we want to do. Because we don't want to reach agape, we don't want to unconditional love you, we don't want to love you with the love of God, so we dumb it down to what we want to do. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't want you here, and you cause a disruption, and we just don't like the way you dress, so we ain't going to invite you to our girls' luncheon. But we, we love like you. Your, your weed be ratchet, and we all cuties, and we don't want you in our pictures mm -hmm. messing yeah. up. Like, we, we find reasons to do this stuff, and it's like, but the love of God, like, yeah. I, I'm a junkie for this, this the gospel message because of this love thing, and every time, I, I sinned um, yesterday, and it excited me. <laughs> like, I went live and everything. Like, I was like hyped because he says, you are sealed into the day of redemption. Mm -hmm. Because of my love for you. And, and, and you look at the context that he's saying, don't grieve the Holy Spirit that's in you. So I went to read because I, like, I, I didn't handle that right. You saying, I got to get repented. Let me go read. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit that's in you. Come on, Calvin, tighten up in that area. And then I kept reading. And it was like, remember, mm -hmm. literally says, remember, for you have been sealed unto the day of redemption. So I jumped over and amplified because it amplified you. <laughs> and it says you have been sealed branded by God's mm. love. Mm. Uh, by his love. Like we branded. And, and when you brand a cow, mm -hmm. why do you do that? To know, so you know so who it belongs you, you to. Know who it be you belong to me until I come redeem you again. So yes, you made a state mistake. That's why I says, that's why I ask you, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't do me like that. Remember what I did for you? So don't do me like that. He's reasoning with us. Don't do that. Not saying you're going to hell if you don't. Yeah. That's lovelessness. It's unconditional love. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Romans chapter 8. All these things he's assured us that we're sealed, that we're covered, that we're good. And we keep being scared. And John says in 1 John chapter 4, if you fear, it's because fear of punishment. You still don't get how much I love you. Yeah. Are you still scared to miss? You're going to miss the rapture. Scared you're going to miss heaven because you fear punishment. You fear that I don't really love you like that. Wow. I do. Did I not make that clear when I got beat to crap and died on a cross for you that I would, I would not go to the depths of the world for you? You clubbing, hookering, nasty, pornography, weed smoking, drinking. Don't, did I not? If I can die for you on the cross for what they did to me, what that's too much for me now. Yeah. And he's telling us that I've set a standard for this. Now, can you just do your best down there? Mm -hmm. Because I'm leaving now. I need y'all to take care of each other. And, and a lot of people miss that part about him, his leaving. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of mm -hmm. we understand that Jesus came, died on the cross, mm -hmm. and, and went through hell to, to, to snatch back the keys, you right. know what I'm saying, from Satan. Right. But people miss that, 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 uh, what they call it, that, that icing on the cake that he did when he mm -hmm. said, I have to go. What did he say he, he did when he said, I have to go? He said, I'm gonna leave you with something. Mm -hmm. See, people miss that part. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people continue to grieve the Holy Spirit because they don't believe that he's necessary. But Jesus wouldn't have gave him to us if he wasn't necessary. Uh -huh. That's why he he didn't just say, well, I'm going back, me and the Holy Spirit, we going back. He said, no, I'm gonna leave him with you because y'all gonna need him more than I'm gonna need him. See, we, we're missing that part. And, and and so it, it, this whole thing, this love thing, man, is so real and it's so, so nourishing and so enriching, man, that, like I said, when, when you just share those fruits of the spirit with people, you're giving them love. When you share hope, you're giving them love. What you know did he, what what did he leave us? He left us hope. He left the us Holy love. Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit. You. So, but what is it for the spirit? We right back. It's yeah, a big back, circle. Right. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to leave you with that. something, right? I'm not going to leave you. I know y'all scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good. I'm about to reveal my third part of my, my Godhead yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. 
and trust me, you want him. Yeah. He says, but and what fruit does that God had that spirit love? Yeah. It's right back. It's, yep. This stuff is not, and that's why when I get to stage, and I'm like, why do we struggle with something that's so? <laughs> it's clear in the text what we should be, and so like, what's the, what's the antidote? You know, of, of Brittany Crusher. What's the antidote to church hurt or the antidote? Love. Love. It conquers a multitude of sins. Never fails. Now it's talking about what Christ did on the cross, right? It covers a multitude of sins. But it's the same when we when we love each other, right? It don't matter. It, it don't matter. You took my money, you stole my money, you keep that. Now that's a hard one for us. You you stole my money out of my car, and that was a thousand dollars of my rent. Keep that. I'm talking about that kind of love. Like when we and, and he said when we realize this and understand this, boy. We gonna really like elevate on another level, and that's why I don't care. I'm a, I don't care what everybody else say. I'm rocking. I'm gonna put that on record. Like I, everybody has something to say about Pastor Todd. And everybody got something to say about Transformation Church. Everybody, but they, well, I've been there ten times. The way they love you and the way you feel, and it is Holy Spirit. It is people may have an opinion with how he do his knowledge or how he do things. We didn't. We, we wasn't in that prayer closet. We wasn't in that prayer closet. Well, we didn't. God didn't tell us. We didn't. He gave. He gave us a, a vision for something else. We don't know that vision. We don't know what God told him. We don't know that he go to God and fast yeah. for a week to see what he could do when he do. Yes, we may not agree with everything. That's because God didn't show you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's still not our job to talk about it or put our mouth on it or share our little two cents on it. That is not our job. We pray, if, even if he's out of line, you pray mm -hmm. because love does what. Like that's what I would the command. So I, I'm, I'm gonna keep talking about that because as I hear everybody always got something to say. Even if even if he's a hundred percent in sin. My job, don't, and don't use the scripture, our job is to rebuke in the whole. No, our job is to love. Lift him up. Lift him up. Prayer, yeah. And be with him and continue like, Lord, just show brother if he's wrong. I don't know, but just keep being with your man, the, the man of God. That's all that matters. Like, and that's what I want to, I mean, the antidote to church hurt is love. I, I want to go, I want to keep going. Like, we can, we can have part two to this one. Yeah. We ain't even here. We got part two. <laughs> part two. Part two. Like, part two. Like, part two. Like, we got to do part two, y'all. But like, I love y'all dilly, 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 man. We about to, we're about to, we're about to, we're about to get out of here. Anything y'all want to say before we get out of here? Uh. Love thy just neighbor. <laughs> 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 we stuck on the love thing. Yeah. Right. We gotta remember next time just pick up on love. Like, but we got so much more for y'all. But y'all, we gonna head out today. We about to go get some Bible study in, some yeah. discipleship class. Yeah. Like, we about to That's grow right. so we can get our love up. Yeah. And I'm about to go get me a glass of milk. So we can grow. That milk be far. <laughs> well, we gonna say a quick prayer, y'all. I'm gonna ask the woman of God to drop us out, get us out of here with a little prayer, and then we are gonna go. Go, Miss Tasha, give us a little something on the way out of here, a little prayer, and close no, us out. No problem, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you for this time of of love, of healing for someone that's listening, Lord God. We just pray and hope that something that was said will heal somebody who dealt with church hurt that will help them get a better understanding of where they are that will bring them back to you i thank you for every person who had something to share this was not a blow at anybody or any church we were not trying to offend anyone we just wanted to speak our truth on things that hurt us that may have hurt other people and they haven't had a, a platform to to speak it or say it so lord god i ask that you heal any heart tonight that has had any church hurt i ask that you heal them now as we call them back to you we don't know their 
names. We don't know who they are. But in our private time of prayer, Lord, we're praying for anybody who has been hurt that we can bring them back to you, Lord God, and that you will get the praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for our Pastor Calvin for having this uh, podcast and um, what word what words way is doing, and um, and we're looking to be a great impact in, into the body of Christ and in this world, in this region, in Kansas City. We just thank you. We praise you. We give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know we like to say go and produce kingdom food, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <laughs> go produce the fruit and live life what? Words way. way. We out. I'm in Christ. I'm a new creature. I've been made different. Huh? I've been made different. I've been made different. I'm in Christ. I'm a new creature.